Hello everyone. Welcome to Business Line podcast and this is your host Anjana. Recently one of my colleagues Parvati Benu wrote a story on a mafia and I was curious to know all about it. This is the Flipkart mafia and they are also called flipsters. Who are they and what is it all about? Let's talk to Parvati and dive into it. Parvati, in your story, I can see a very interesting term that's called Flipkart Mafia. And I've heard a lot of terms in movies, mafias and all that, but this seems to be really interesting. So, could you just take us through what is this mafia all about? What is this Flipkart Mafia? Okay, so uh, as the name would suggest, it's not exactly, they're not a mafia gang, like what you see in movies and all, but... Uh, you know flipkart mafia it's a very pop- it's a popular term that's used to refer former flipkart employees who have started their own startups right oh, they're also called flipsters by the way if oh. you're uncomfortable using the word <laughs> mafia okay flipsters that's what you said yeah you're saying that uh, they're like about 44 startups so what is this like are these the people who went out of the um, institution and started their own startups or is it something like that So in this story we have used the data from private circle research and they have gone through a lot of public announcements to put together a list of 44 startups. These 44 startups were founded by people who once in their lifetime have worked for Flipkart. Mm-hmm. And then another interesting thing is um, a lot of these startups are doing extremely well. Like six of them are unicorns and uh, one of them is PhonePay and obviously mm-hmm. everyone in India knows PhonePay, right? Right, right. Correct. So Is this like a fairly new phenomenon? Uh not exactly, you know, because uh going by private circles data, the first Flipster startup was incorporated in the year 2011 and Flipkart itself was founded in 2007. Mm-hmm. So, uh it's not at all new, but of late what happened was Flipkart exercised a lot of ESOP buyback exercises. And what happened after these ESOPs, uh, ESOP encashments was that a lot of employees turned millionaires and billionaires. And if you look at the data, you can actually see that you know there is a direct correlation between ESOP payback exercises and the starting and the incorporation of startups. Two thousand nineteen was the year when eight Flipster startups were formed in India, and in two thousand eighteen there was a five hundred million dollars ESOP buyback. In 2019, there was a hundred million dollar ESO buyback. In 2021, there was a there was an 80 million dollar buyback. Ooh. So in 2020, there were seven Flipster startups. Mm-hmm. 2021, there were four. 2022, there were four. So it's a fairly good number. Mm, that's that's true. And uh, I just wanted to understand. See, whenever you start working with a bunch of new people, you have your team, you have your management, and all that. Do you think the Flipkart founders are going to be happy about this? actually contrary to what you would expect i really think they are because um we also looked at this data put out by this analytics platform called vinos mm-hmm. and what vinos's data shows is that i was quite surprised because a lot of them are backed by binny bansal and binny bansal is um like as you all know he's one of the co-founders of uh, flipkart so if i only go by vinos data that suggests that in 2018 he invested 41.8 million rupees in cultfit and cultfit obviously everyone knows is a health and fitness platform and they have gyms and uh, 
fitness centers across the country. And CultFit was started by a former Flipkart employee called Mukesh Banzal. And later, Bini Bansal, he went on to invest in companies like Slice, Credo, and Exotil. And Exotil was uh, one of the oldest startup founded by a former Flipkart employee. So, I have a small question. That's So, now you have told us about CultFit. But what are the other kind of businesses that these people have focused on after moving out of Flipkart? Right. And because Flipkart is an e-commerce platform and Bini Bansil and Sachin Bansil, they also work for Amazon before Flipkart, you know, and they quit Amazon to start another e-commerce platform, which is truly Indian. That was Flipkart. And uh, a lot of their former employees also followed the same path. They quit Flipkart and they started a bunch of B2C and B2B e-commerce platforms. Like if you look at the data out of these 44 startups, 15 of them are e-commerce platforms. And uh, some of them are quite famous. There's Udan, there's Pinny, there's Rentomojo. Oh, Rentomojo. Oh, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. And then there are eight fintech companies like mm. uh, there's Navi, there's Credgences, and there's OkiGrid. By the way, Sachin Bansal is one of the co-founders of Navi as well. So he is also going the flipster way. Amazing, amazing. I think it's it's great to know about this Flipkart Mafia and it's a lot of learning today and thank you so much Parvati for joining with us and it's a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you listeners, we'll be back with yet another episode of Business Line Podcast. Till then, this is your host Anjana signing off.